0: a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. When your company turns 100, how do you
1: celebrate it? That's what we'll be talking about this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and today joining me, I've got Greg Olson and Katie Fleming from Golden West Telecommunications in South Dakota. Thank you for joining me.
2: You're welcome.
1: You're welcome. Great. Well, uh, Golden West recently celebrated, uh, or is still celebrating, I guess, the 100th anniversary of the company. We'll get into that uh, just a little bit with Greg here in a second. But to do it, they um, I love the idea. They ran out the um, Fence Post to Fiber Tour. And uh, we'll we'll talk to Katie about that um, a little bit in just a second. But Greg, let's go ahead and dive in. So the company turns one hundred, which is is older than a lot of the co-ops, uh, and I guess it's kind of a kind of a unique history there to get to this one hundred. But it's something that you've been looking forward to for several years to be able to kind of celebrate this milestone.
0: Yeah, in fact, about five years ago, uh, I realized we were coming up on the. 100th anniversary of the existence of this company. I mean, we went through a lot of uh, turmoil to get here, uh, including the Great Depression and ice storms and things like that that uh, uh, really challenged the company. But uh, like I said about five years ago, I thought, well, this would be a, a really great opportunity to uh, uh, tell folks about our history and, 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 and build our brand, frankly, with, within, their, within the uh, customer base.
1: Great. So then when it, when it came this summer, it was time to, to start celebrating some of that. You uh, let's Before we get into any real specifics, let's just go over kind of what you did. You had, was it, a, Katie, I guess you coordinated a 10-city a or 10-exchange tour? Or? Right,
2: 10-stop ten, ten tour. We tried to take a, a look at our service area and break it up into uh, towns that were accessible to the majority of our service area, we cover the eastern border to the western border of South Dakota. So those of you who, huge, who aren't familiar, it's, yeah, it's a big state. It's huge. A really big state. So we covered hundreds of miles this summer uh, going to the 10 towns and plus our annual meeting, which will happen next month in September.
1: And what was it uh, when you all rolled into town? What did you what were you bringing with you?
2: So we had a, a truck, uh, which was its own kind of story uh, altogether, figuring out how we're going to tow this thing around. But we had a, a, a truck truck towing a 24 by eight and a half foot enclosed trailer. And that trailer was multi-purpose. It, it was not only a way to haul all of our stuff, we bought a giant grill and we had games and giveaways, but we also made the trailer basically a traveling museum. We called it Fence Post to Fiber Optics and it was an interactive technology exhibit.
1: Well, let's talk a little bit more, because I like all the details that went into this um, this trailer. But once you get everything out and you've got everything set up, then customers are able to walk inside. And what all do they see when they go in? All
2: right. So we uh, took, took the back ramp of the trailer, that gate, and we let people come inside. And you started uh, on one side, and you worked your way around 100 years of Not only golden west history but also technology that was being deployed throughout the years and a look historically to see what was going on in the country and affecting service and technology at the time
1: okay and then it had i mean inside there you were talking about the phones where you could actually pick up one of the older phones or newer phone
2: right we had everything from candlestick phones all the way to a VoIP phone so we started in 1916 which is when golden west started and we looked at what was being used then so we had to found a candlestick phone We had uh, rotary phones, we had a coffin phone, um, some real stylish 1960s brown curve phones. Um, We had a Mickey Mouse phone, which was by far the most popular phone inside the trailer uh, from like the late 80s and 90s. And then like I mentioned that that VoIP phone and iPad at the end. And so they all were able to, we put a switch inside and they were all able to call each other so you could dial the different decades and and the kids and and the older customers as well loved it.
1: Now that's, I mean, I love the, the attention to detail there, but I'm sure it took a lot of work. So uh, this may be a great question or, or I don't know, but you, so you five years ago, you kind of circle this year on your, your calendar. Um, but then when did some of the work start for this to get this trailer done, to get the tours laid out? I mean, how, how long were y'all working on all this?
0: I think I tasked Katie and her crew probably about six months before. A year started or yeah. maybe three months uh, maybe some, even a year maybe even yeah a year. you might have given me more notice than that No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> knowing that uh you know the sky was a limit in the sense of uh what kind of ideas we could come up with and so uh you should ask katie um some of the ideas that first came out about how, how we would celebrate the hundred years some of the ones
1: that that didn't make it and it's yeah, stopped on the editing room floor i guess mm-hmm. yeah
2: so to speak yep we we that's the great part, right, about brainstorming and marketing sure. is that sky is the limit, and sure. you come up with all the wild, crazy ideas, and hopefully you find something that sticks and makes sense. So uh, we, ha- we work with a, a great uh, advertising partner and consultant, and he had some ideas, and that got us to ending up with where we had this tour in the trailer. Um, some ideas that were thrown out were these giant tin cans, uh, one on either side of the state uh, that uh-huh. people could walk into and actually call each other on. Uh, we talked about period ha- um, houses, like having a, a contemporary house and a, you know, it was maybe 1960s or a turn of the century log cabin. Okay.
1: Um,
2: but these were all fixed exhibits and installations. And so that ended up, um, those ideas and discussions uh, got me to the point where I started thinking, well, that's really cool. But how are we going to get all of these people across these hundred miles, right. you know, hundreds of miles that we cover? Million. And so that's where this traveling exhibit and the the cookouts came from.
1: Okay. All right. And then the cookouts gave an opportunity. Um, that you had your employees there from the local offices out doing that to give them some face time with with folks. Exactly. Okay. Did anything? Uh, what was the takeaway for a lot of the employees? Did they they learn anything or get to get to know the? Um, it's always tough to say this sale came from this interaction, but um, I mean, what did the employees come away uh, talking about or feeling? From the the experience,
2: really enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know if everybody was necessarily pumped about it to begin with. When you talk about and you're telling them, you know, you're going to work on a weekend. These are all events were on Saturdays or Sundays, but our our employee group had a great time helping out with these events. One because they live in these communities, so they're their it's their friends, their family that's turning up for these, and so it is really a community event for them just as much as it is for the attendees. Uh, But it's also a really good chance uh, for the customers just to voice. Their thoughts, good, bad. Um, otherwise, we, we heard a lot of feedback. Um, people were really appreciative of the fact that we were taking the time to come out to their community and, and celebrate with them. So I think everybody walked away feeling really good about about these events.
0: One of the nice things that we didn't expect is that we had folks that used to work for the telephone company clear back in the 40s yeah. that came up to us and told us about their time and their experience with wow. Golden West. That was, that was really cool
1: cool yeah you went out there to teach them something but you learned something along the way exactly yes well what was the attendance like i know um you said it was it was a community event and in one case you actually got a marching band involved so we can talk about that but um what was the attendance like and was it about what you expected or or how did it wind up you know being received in the communities
2: attendance was probably our biggest variable when planning these events because we didn't we really didn't know what to expect especially that first event Uh, but we averaged, I would say between two and 300 people per event. Uh, but our, our largest event was over 700 people. Uh, and we, I gotta say we were scrambling for that one to go back (laughs) to the grocery store and um, buy more buns and buy more everything. Yeah, we
0: cleaned out both grocery stores and that. There
2: wasn't a single hot dog bun left to be found.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What, what was it about that one you think that made it such a big crowd?
2: Uh, that one we did in conjunction with a, a car show that was happening downtown okay. uh, in, in uh, the Siltong Freeman, and so we we had our event on right next to the main street. and I think between the two events it just drew this really big crowd.
1: Sure. So maybe trying to partner with something else going on sounds like a, that right. A good way there's to do
2: it. there's definitely pros and cons to that. You, you know we most of our events were standalone, um, but there's you do get more people to turn up for sure when you partner with something else.
1: Sure. Now the loudest uh, one, at least the most attention getting, had to be the marching band being involved. I think that's a fun story.
2: Yes, that one was really fun. We had the local high school band in one of our towns uh, learn the the music to the theme song that plays on our TV commercials. And so it's a really recognizable song and people like it because it's It's an original song for Golden West. So we had it scored for the marching band and we made a donation to the band. For them to come out and play so they marched into the park um went to this the little band shell and played for the crowd it also got a lot of parents to come out that might not have attended sure. but and so that increased our attendance at that event as well
1: okay i guess if it's a hundred year birthday might as well go all out right and celebrate the band with music and too right. <laughs> yep right Well, if there's somebody else, um, and and I don't know anybody else who's got quite as big of a service area as as y'all have, but if there's somebody else who's got an anniversary, 65th or I guess 70th will be coming up for a lot of folks in the next few years, some folks turning 60, they're thinking about doing something like this what uh what advice would you give or uh any tips that you learned along the way doing this that uh, maybe you can help them avoid any any mistakes that may have happened or um or you know just things to share with with folks who may be on the fence about whether or not to do a celebration like this
2: sure uh there's been a lot of uh, small lessons learned along the way number one probably is just the time commitment that something like this takes um, you know, make sure that you talk to uh, as many people as you can within the company as you're planning to, one, get their ideas, because many times there's great ideas uh, in other departments besides marketing, uh, but also um, just make sure everybody's on board for a project like this and, sure. and know that if somebody can't step up and help, you may be the one holding the bag at the end and, and working the event. And it, but it's really, it's been worth it uh, by far for our department. We've all really enjoyed this. It's been a busy summer. Um sure. And that, that's probably my other, uh, I guess, lesson is make sure that you balance. Because, you know, nothing nothing else stops while you're out on the road doing something like all this. Right. You still have to do all your other work. So just make sure you plan ahead for something like that. But it's been a lot of fun. And mostly I've enjoyed hearing the stories that have come out from our customers on this this tour. We've just heard when you get people in front of phones or pictures or things that are jogging their memory. Mm-hmm you end up hearing some really incredible stories. And we were lucky to be able to bring uh, a videographer and a crew along with us and a few of them to be able to actually record these stories. So I would uh, recommend doing something like that because uh, when you hit a major milestone, it's a good chance to catch up and document some Mm -hmm. of the stuff you may have been ignoring for a long time. Um, We had tons of valuable information, photos, um, let alone these stories that, uh, unfortunately will be gone when these people are gone and so just take the time to collect all of that
1: sure and do you have any particular plan for how to use that content or is it just one of those things where you get it while you can get it and you, you figure out how, how you're going to use it later
2: that, that's probably the biggest thing is let's just get it, right. and, and that way we have it. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to use it in lots of different ways over the, the next few years. But we, we are making a video that we'll play at our annual meeting to uh, recap uh, the nice. tour and, and show some of these stories. We're also um, looking at publishing just a, a little booklet, I guess, of some of the stories and uh, submissions. We also ask people to write in memories and send us photos and put that all together, too.
1: Great, I love this idea, uh, Greg. Did you have anything else to add as as we wrap up here?
0: Sure. I mean, for those folks that are thinking about whether they should do something outside of uh, the norm uh, for a sixty year or sixty five year, uh, I w- I would encourage folks to do that because anytime that you can uh, interact with your customers outside of the billing process and uh, show them how much you appreciate them, uh, I think that. Uh, uh, the returns there are, are imme- immeasurable mm-hmm. in, in our book, and we just we had a wonderful time uh, throughout all of this, uh, throughout the tour, and uh, looking forward to our annual meeting to to end it and uh, and show the folks, uh, show everybody um, uh, all of the uh, uh, the fun that we had over the year over the summertime, I should say. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. Well, that sounds like uh, sounds like a great, uh, it, it turned out great, and I love the idea, and it uh, seems like something that hopefully we'll see some other folks uh, repeat. Uh, as we wrap up here, um, Katie, anything else to add? We've covered a lot of ground. Yeah, so. we have. Great. It,
2: it, it's been fun.
1: Katie Fleming is Marketing and Communications Manager at Golden West Telecommunications. Greg Olson is Director of Member Services, Communications, and Government Affairs at Golden West. Is that all? Just those those. Those areas, (laughs) that's quite a bit. Um, But thank you guys both for joining me on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. And as always, I'm your host, Andy Johns. Until we talk again, keep telling your story.
0: You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.